all that being said, we have a full house today. Yeah. It's a, it's a very special day. Got an audience. We talk about it all the time. It's the Witchy Bizarre Day. It is the Witchy Bizarre Day. And it's going to be a great day, but um, we're recording in an ep first. Yes. Just as we did last time. JSGs. I think that's going to be our thing. And if you guys hear some, uh, you're going to hear some domestic noises in the background because we, <laughs> we got, we got some, some we guests. Got, we got guests, you know, TVs and dogs walking around. You know what? What are you going to do? Nothing. Nothing. We also have an audience member for like sure the second do. time ever. So I've talked about Lyra before on the show. Yes. She's, uh, she's in town for uh, this bazaar. And so we're going to do kind of like we did with uh, Ashley, kind of. Maybe talk about some expectations, what mm-hmm. she thinks gonna, what's gonna happen, and all that jazz. Just get a good feel. Take her, te- take a temperature. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Shit. Nailed it. God. But yeah, so it'll be, it will kind of get another first time perspective on that. Uh, we're also going to be just having a regular old topics. Yeah. Dusting off some regular old topics out of the box. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I never, I never Yes, that's exactly uh, what we're doing. I'm in a really good mood. I'm in today. a great mood, and it's making me very giggly. It's making me very silly. Yeah. Uh, what are you talking about today? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going to talk about this was one of my like growing up my uh, herbs that I gravitated to as a little girl because it grew and it was like I just loved it so much and I, it's always been one of my favorites. I'm talking about lemongrass. So fresh. So fresh. I'm so happy you're talking about lemongrass. It's it's a favorite. It, it's just wonderful. And so, yeah, there's all kinds of things like both like metaphysical and just like in like a normal health sense mm-hmm. that it's for. Um, and you can do all kinds of all kinds of witchy shit. With oh, it. yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a really um, it's versatile and everything that it can be used for. My mom, who was just a natural born uh, witch. She's a witch. She's such a witch. Uh, she would always use lemongrass in everything. She she would always make soaps and you mm-hmm. know candles and body scrubs and stuff like that. And still does, and she would always use lemongrass. In I them. love it in combination with other things. But lemongrass was like a constant. Mm-hmm. So it's such a nostalgic smell to me, almost, but also just fucking clean. It's clean. Ugh. I love it so much. And it was a uh, like our grandma. You know, she, I'm aware. I know you know, but like our grandma <laughs> makes soap, and she's very good at it. She it's. I call it the fountain of youth soap. Like, it's just amazing. Uh, no, I had some lemongrass oil and I was going to turn it on right now. I've been burning it all week in my house. Shit. All week. My house smell like, well, I put like, it's been very clean smelling all mm. week. Mm-hmm. And I did like some patchouli and clove and vanilla yesterday. Lyra, did it smell good when you walked in yesterday? It smelled pretty damn good, man. Okay, good. What I if really... Lyra was like, no. No, ew, what? You, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, no, it was, it was very warm and fun. And I love patchouli. Yeah. I love I know it's like the, the, your traditional hippie scent, whatever. I don't care, it's man. It's great. So yeah, I'm trying to get some fall action going because it was, it's been cool. Oh yeah. And we had like the windows open in the woods mm. and some leaves are kind of starting to drop. And it's, it's been rainy as it well. It has been. It's been a very, uh. Uh, very like Pacific Northwest. A little bit, yeah. How I would on. imagine it, like a little foggy and it's like how I imagine Seattle being, or like Portland. humid but like cool at the yeah. same time. Like so not cool. miserable, yeah. Like how it usually. Except for today, is. it's a little warmish for me today. Oh, it's perfect. My today. hair is not drying. It's not drying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I am going to be doing a little divination episode with oh, cool. a focus on scrying. 
which is to me by far one of the coolest ways. I love it. It's it's one that I've started using a little with mirrors. Really, mirrors are weird. Yeah, I was... mirror scrying's a little uh, a little. Uh, a little creepy, a little sometimes. creepy. It can yeah. get a little deep, and and that's what I like about scrying is, um, I feel like it's a really di- di- I feel like it's a really direct line, yeah, to to whatever you're trying to talk to. And I was I was going to talk about mirrors today, like just focus in on mirrors, yeah. uh, but I decided to go with something a little bit older, something very basic that like everybody can do and everybody does naturally and anyway. everybody does without thinking about it very good point uh i'm gonna be talking about fire gazing i forgot what it was called <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be talking uh about fire gazing i was gonna say fire scrying mm-hmm. well I, that's what you told me did i say fire scrying? yeah you texted me yeah i wanted to start with fire scrying because it is the most ancient form of scrying Fire scrying. I said it again. God well, damn it. Well, that's what I th- is. That's just what you told me. I Fire gazing, I guess, is is better. But um, I'm going to use them interchangeably. Uh, and you're right. We've been doing it. Everybody has been doing mm-hmm. it. Not only since like our bodies were born, but mm-hmm. like since the beginning of time. Uh, that's the first tool that people used to kind of stare at and be like, when I stare at this a long time, I see some shit. Yeah. Uh, so that was one of the first ones that was figured out, and it's very interesting. And I'm also going to be telling a little bit of a, a per- not a little bit of a personal story, a very personal story. And it's going to get, get a little kooky, so strap Did in. you finally have something happen like me to where I don't sound like the only crazy one who oh has boy. weird shit happen? This is, um, this is like one of my ancestors called me on the phone. Oh, And told yes. me about a very traumatic and sad event in their life. Do so you have like a past life regression? I, I don't know if it was me. I don't feel like it was me. I just feel it was like one of my ancestors that likes to show up and eat the chocolate I leave out and oh, I'm so hang out. And she this. just wanted somebody. And when you hear it, it, it is a little bit sad. But if I was to go through what was shown to me, I would want to tell somebody about this too. Very interesting. So... Macy, talk to us about lemongrass. I'm going to talk about lemongrass right now. Fucking start. Right in this moment in Go. time. I want it. Now. Okay. So I feel like a lot of people are really like familiar with lemongrass. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this is one... It's almost like up there with lavender. Oh, yeah. You know? like It's very commercial. A lot of candles have it. Yeah. I, you know, and so that's... Um, I, I think this one, a lot of people already know some things about. Mm-hmm. You know, or at least had some sort of... Memory or experience yeah. with it or something like that. Let's, will, let's dive in deeper. Yeah, it's it's going to be the uh, portrait of lemongrass. Like, we're mm. going to look into it. Mm. It's like an expose. An expose. Long awaited. Mm. Anyway, so, but at its core, it's a cleansing herb. Mm. Like, when I think about lemongrass, I think clean. I mm. really do. It's um, fresh, light. Very fresh oh, and yeah. energizing. Oh, boy. A very energizing scent. And um, it's also, it's in the same family as citronella. Mm. So, also very useful if you live in... Any part of the world with mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about this. We we just one day we're gonna have just a just a explosion of lemongrass like growing on our porches. Yeah, yes. yeah, I would love it. So when I was little, we had this huge like bush, like in through long leaves of lemongrass growing, and I loved it so much. And I was like trying to figure out. I didn't quite understand like uh, like how teas worked, you know, like herbal teas. And my mom <laughs> used to make this like ridiculously sweet tea. Yeah. Like, everybody who came to my house growing up knows it. It's Mama Tea. It had a name. It was Mama Tea. Mama Tea. And it was very, I mean, like, syrup sweet, honestly, to a ridiculous degree. But everybody loved it. Oh, yeah. So, like, I wanted to try to make herbal tea, and I didn't really know what it was because we grew up in the woods, like, in the country. And so I would, like... (laughs) 
did you like pour mama tea over some lemongrass? Yes. And so I would like cut a stalk of it and like put it in the in like yeah. the cup like like a fe- like a cocktail feather, you know, and like pour the tea and like microwave it. Oh no! <laughs> How did it taste? Delicious. Really? I yes. Because all it would it do just is tastes like very it. lemony sweet tea. But that was like my first herb that I really did that with. It's not you know? bad. I don't know why I'm laughing. So it's, but it's it was funny, just, it but... made perfect sense to me. And so I was very little and I would, I just get a pair of scissors and cut it and I'd kind of like break it up mm. a little, you know, I knew mm. that that would make sense and like put it in there, pour some tea on it, microwave it. It's all you need. This is a topic that actually, uh, this is just kind of like a top level, like we're not digging down too deep here. Top shelf. Top, top shelf. No. So, but a, a good like Deep dive into how versatile it is. A wide swath? A wide swath. Nice. None of this is making sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but it, we touch on hoodoo a little bit here. Very interesting to me. Yes. And, uh, and there's so many aspects of hoodoo that mm-hmm. I want to talk about. Uh, but lemongrass has a role in van van oil, which I had never heard of and before researching this topic. And it's going to be a topic for a future episode. Um, I love a good magic oil. It's, it's, yeah. And <laughs> so it's got it. all kinds of things that, uh, that it's kind of for in the like uses of hoodoo. Mm. So like 17, 1800s, it seems of when it first started kind of being showing up. Mm. And, uh, so it's old hoodoo tradition mm-hmm. and, uh, it's used to get rid of evil, create good luck, open new possibilities, um, and like a like an amulet enhancer, too. Oh. Yeah, and so I do. I want to do an episode Anoint on it because little, yeah, it's a very yeah. anointing oil, or it's, it is an anointing oil, and it's a very evil repelling mm. and kind of seems powerful yeah. substance, you know. And lemongrass is in it, mm-hmm. so it has its role there. Yeah, and um, every part of the plant can be used, uh, which is really neat about it uh, for magical properties as well. So not only just you know to cook or whatever, but it really, it's just the whole plant has a purpose. It, it touches in on like love spells mm. and things like that as well. Yeah. But do they get interesting? Cause it has a masculine energy, but it's very used in right. love spells. So I like to think of it that more aggressive. If you're like not deciding what you want to do yet, like you'll do it and be like, all right, let's, let's do it. Let's you know? It. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and it can, of course, as a lot of people know, be used in cooking. Uh, people cook with it all the time, but the energy of it is said to kind of induce like some romance and pleasure action. Going really? On. Yeah. Um, I was just about to say that my mother uses, um, let me, she's yes, using she does. grass a lot, but now I feel awkward about Devers it. Devers getting <laughs> crazy. She knew what she was doing. She knew. Such a witch. She's a witch. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, it really shines in purification. That's like really, it's but cleansing. It's big thing. In yeah, all ways. It's just all purifying. Right. Um, and lemongrass tea is great for this. And not, not <laughs> super sweet tea with a lemongrass sprig in it, like actual cut lemongrass and water and steeped and maybe put a little honey in it, like mm. some lemongrass tea. And it's so good. I love lemongrass so much. Unlike a lot of uh, the other plants in this family, like a lot of other citrusy type things, it's not energizing. It's a relaxer. So mm. it's really good to drink like before divination. Really? Yeah, or even before bedtime. That's surprising. I've always used lemongrass like in the mornings. Like this will wake me yeah, up. Yeah, it's a, it's just a good um, calmer. 
Okay. You know, and it, it's good for that. So it kind of has that relaxing quality. And that also comes from because it's uh, it's an anti-inflammatory. Mm. So it, it's really good. It has components in it that reduce inflammation. And I like to think that's a lot of the soothing yeah. comes from. So I've never tried it before meditating. I want to. You know, mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty nice. Just kind of get lulled into mm-hmm. like a good calm state. You know, it's hard to shut your brain off when you meditate. So yeah, I think boy. that would be helpful. Uh, so yeah, no, lemongrass tea, very, very good. And it's not a hard plant to grow, really. Doesn't it kind of take It'll take off? over. Yeah. yeah it'll, like, especially because it likes hot, humid areas, yeah. which I Texas, mean, I know here, yeah. it, it'll, it'll grow like It'll grow crazy. good, yeah, because we are very hot and humid. We don't have the deserty climate here. It's well, just, at least one good thing comes out of that. Yeah, we at least get lemongrass. Well, I'll take it. But you know, that's so interesting how things seem to grow in areas that they're needed, like nature provides. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in the mosquito repellent family, and it grows in an area where mosquitoes, mosquitoes are so bad. You know, like... It, it just seems things like that always happen. Yeah. It's just like, that's so, nature knows what we need. It's just <laughs> um, she still kind of cares. Yeah, you know? you know, we haven't completely pissed her off. Yeah. We're abandoned. Well, it's coming. We're getting there. So it can, all right, I want to be this good. I want to be this good of a witch. And I'm not anywhere near it. But this is another uh, topic. This was another topic idea that it sent me down that I really want to do an episode on. But you can add it to your homemade, like, blessed floor washes. Oh, really? And I don't know much about making my own floor washes and Love stuff. Love a good floor wash. And so lemongrass is really very good for that. Very thing as well, I, floor wash. I really am very intrigued by this. So I want to do a topic on, like, it ways to implement, like, these metaphysical qualities into your house chores mm. and into, you know, things like that. Maintaining oh, yeah. your home. So I think that'd be a really cool topic. So that's another one. So this was a very fruitful week for me yeah. when it came to topic ideas. Um, so yeah, you can put it in your floor wash and it's that purification. And also, you know, I just feel like it's very, it's a happy scent. Yeah. You know? So maybe good to use after um, maybe a little bit of unwanted company. Or, yeah. Or just like, uh, you know, somebody comes around and you're just, just bringing you, you down. Shake yeah. Them, you know? Yeah. Kind of get that and get it out. Which is also, it's great for baths. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can cut it up and it's a very good bath. The idea herb. of a lemongrass bath has never occurred to me before and I need it. I'm going to get some lemongrass and when spring rolls around, you know, when everything's starting to burst back to life, because springtime is a big deal for me. I love it because I'm all about the coming of the warmth, you know, and so things come back to life and I get so excited. Mm-hmm. So I want to do this lemongrass bath when it's starting to warm up and things are budding out. And I feel like I will become a different person. <laughs> I will just disappear and be growing in the wild countryside. That's what's going to happen. People will be like, 100 years from now, they'll be like, when I was a kid, I used to try to make Macy tea. And I would just put a little bit of Macy in my tea and warm it up. And we just become synonymous. It's <laughs> a weird trail we went down. That's how happy I'm going to be. That level. But even though it grows in a lot of places, its origins are from like Sri Lanka and India. Mm. These very warm kind of humid Makes environments sense. like that. And so that's kind of where it's believed to have like originated from. And uh, it, it also tied into the Van Van oil. It's, it, it kind of clear out jinxes or any little, little troublesome hexes yeah. or things, anything that somebody could have done that's negative. Yeah. 
it's good for that. And you know, like, it just really purifies all of that out and kind of releases it. And that's, um, that's why it's such a good floor wash. Cause you're not only, you're getting your floor, you're getting your doorways, mm-hmm. you know, and doorways are such a big deal big and deal. all of that. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a really interesting kind of tie in with huh. that. Yeah. So I can't wait. I can't wait to make a floor wash. That's going to, I will feel like such a witch that day yeah. and I'm going to feel so accomplished <laughs> And it's going to be the best, and I can just see it, and I'm going to put my goddamn witch clothes on to do it, and I'm going to clean my house in one of my long skirts, and it's going to be the best. But really, honestly, that's kind of all I have. So it was kind of a quick, kind of a quick segment. Quickie. Macy. Yeah. We were contacted by a listener. Really? Who let us know the correct usage oh, geez. of Wittershins. Oh, Wittershins. Wittershins. She was very like, don't take this the wrong way, but but we're very, we're very thankful no, for yeah. it. We've said before, um, like, if you do, like, just please let us know, but just don't be dick. Yeah. <laughs> just, and she wasn't, she was very, 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 nice. very sweet. And uh, that's what this podcast is about. Is we do like, need to learn a lot. We need to learn. But yeah. also, if you're out there listening, we've had a lot of people be like, we didn't know that either. Yeah. So if we can help to pass along that information. Yeah. Uh, so Wittershins is counterclockwise. Counterclockwise. Yes. Okay. I said it was clockwise. We have to figure out an official segue. No, we don't. Do you know how many episodes recently have just transitioned from one person to the another with just them going, okay, your turn. We're getting lazy. <laughs> so Macy, um, one thing you talked about with the lemongrass, I'm trying to do a segue here. I hear you. A prish. Um, okay. Prish. Prish. You said something about lemongrass having a calming mm. kind of a sedative mm. effect. So, uh, lemongrass tea might be a good thing to drink to get you in the mood for some uh, divination. Yeah. That was good. That was better. That was better. I am talking about fire gazing or fire scrying. If you want to sound official. <laughs> So a little bit about scrying. I I was going to do a whole episode on scrying like in itself, but I'd rather like talk about your individual forms um, and just kind of knock out a little of the previous information. What's the word? Background information. There you go. Thank you. All right. So scrying is a word that comes from Old English. The Old English word was descry, which is almost on the notes. (laughs) Um, uh, And that means to reveal. There is a little bit of a misnomer out there, um, a little bit of a fallacy that scrying is to see the future, like Uh, exclusively, I'm here to see the future, Mm. because we can never fully know. Even if you are looking for future visions, nothing's like set in stone. Yeah. It's taking the information from how things are going now, you know, what you have done, what you plan to do, and it's projecting what might happen. Mm -hmm. But we always have the option to kind of take steps to change it. So it's never 100%. uh, But it can be everything from that to asking particular questions of the divine, whether that be your spirits, your ancestors, whatever you believe in, uh, or just kind of getting in touch with your subconscious mind. That's See, that's where I use it. Mm -hmm. I use it to get into a meditative state. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Um, There's actually something that happens when we scry. And particularly, for me anyway, fire scrying, it taps into that primordial... It really does. It it entrances you. And I gravitate to fire. I'm mesmerized by it. And I just, I want to be by it. I remember being a child, Mm -hmm. a kid who didn't know dick about shit. And being on camping trips with, like, my parents and sitting there. And I remember having the thought, like, I could st- I could stare at this forever. forever. I could do this instead of TV. Like, mm-hmm. I, it was so 
calming and it just sorted everything it out. Does. Uh, there's tons of different kinds. The classic is like that crystal ball, you mm-hmm. know, when you see like the mm-hmm. old woman and the crystal ball, that's scrying yeah. is what she's doing. There's also some really interesting ones like skin oiling. Oh. Um, it's the oil, oil scrying is a whole thing on its own, but like a particular section of that is to apply oil to your skin or mm. to someone else's Oh, and kind of look into that. And oh. um, I know there's a very interesting, like living element. To yeah. That, you know, it's like, very organic. That's yeah. It's uh that's in, yeah. It's mm. not like a cold piece of glass or yeah. anything like that. It's like a body. It's a very intimate. intimate. Like I feel like almost like you're learning about the person you're scrying right. in. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, that leads me to my next one, which is, I, I think they call it soul searching, um, but it's looking into the eyes of someone else. Oh, wow. And you are, you're learning about that person. You're supposed to be kind of taking on their past feelings and things they've gone through and the thoughts and who they are like deep down is to sit there and to stare into the eyes. And of course you need like a willing partner to do these yeah no that would take some that and that would take a lot of trust a lot of trust and a lot of patience Mm -hmm. and um seriousness Mm -hmm. you know and it's fun to like crack up and stuff Mm -hmm. but with scrying comes a a very deep level of getting into that trans like state Mm -hmm. you kind of have to drop everything Mm -hmm. and you can't have any kind of guards up while you do it that that one's super super interesting to me there's also ones that we've been doing for a long time and we didn't even know it. Fire was one of them. Mm-hmm. But cloud gazing actually oh, yeah. started as a form of scrying. Like the ancients would look up to the heavens mm-hmm. to ask questions and then they would, you know, things their from interpretation. These, yeah, yeah. 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 And I do want to state here that with some of these... Our, our brain, like as humans, we want to make sense out of things that don't make sense. Yeah. I feel like you have to look out for it. That's my dog screaming in the background. <laughs> Say hi to Dovahkiin. No, it's that thing where you, uh, what's that, pareidolia? You look at like uh, like the front of a car and the headlights and like the grill become like a big goofy face. Yeah. Like our brain is constantly striving to make sense of things that we don't understand. So I get that. And I think you have to be careful of not just falling into reading your own mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. unless that's what you're trying to do, in which case that could probably be revealing. Um, so to scry, there's a couple of things that you want to do. Get your, get your room nice and dark. I'm talking about the, the fire gazing in particular. Helps you to focus in on the flame and not pay attention to a lot of the extracurriculars. It also allows uh, for shadows to be cast. When you're doing fire scrying, fire gazing, whatever, you're using every element. Mm. So you're looking at the way the wax drips. You can look at the way the flame itself is burning or the wick or the way that the wind blows it. Yeah. Uh, the shadows on the wall, that kind of thing. Try to get in a room that's not super drafty because you don't want that to change what you're seeing. The next thing you can do is you can incorporate a little ritual into this if you'd like to. Uh, I would like to use certain tools that do open up that connection to the spirit world. So lemongrass Mm -hmm. would help you kind of calm down and get in the state. Uh, burn some black sage. To, oh, I love yeah. my black sage. I love yes. it. It has been one of the best additions I have made to my learning of all oh, of yeah. this stuff. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I feel like a lot of people do like that ritual of creating that sacred space. Yeah. Because to me, when I sit down and I want to divine, I want to know that I'm in a space where not only am I safe, but my, again, with the ancestors, they 
feel like they can come in and talk to me. Yeah. And um, I've done everything to let them know. I'm like, hey, here's the black sage. Come talk to me. Hey, here's the sandalwood uh-huh. that's connecting me to the to the divine here. You know, I want to invite that in as much as I can, but in a safe way, because we all know you got to be careful when you invite things in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can kind of set your space up, burn your question if you want, like on a piece of I paper. Like, I like to write and burn. I like that mm-hmm. a lot, like the manifestation rituals. Yeah, yeah, and letting like that. Kind I of really letting like go that. and full moon rituals. I like mm-hmm. to light and burn. Um, you can also do it on a bay leaf. A lot of people know mm-hmm. the. There's a basic. Uh, there's one of the first spells I feel like we we learn is if you take a bay leaf and you write what you want on it and Mm -hmm. burn it. It's supposed to lift it up and, you know, kind of make it come true. You know, uh, you can write prosperity. Very simple, simple, simple Mm -hmm. stuff. You can write peace or um, health. You can also write a question, you know, put your little question mark at the end of it, however you want to do it. Uh, What's interesting with that is the the ancients that would do this, they all preferred to use the wood, the leaves, the bark of of the laurel which is in the family of bay, Mm. which is where the whole tradition of burning the bay leaves came from, which Mm. was super interesting to me uh, that this is just something that has been burned forever. Mm. I love it. I love when you find your little connections that go back. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. So you can burn your question if you would like to, uh, or you could just focus on your question Mm. and kind of repeat it in your mind mantra style. I, I personally don't. When I go into a fire gazing, I don't want any particular thing. That's either. how I am with meditating. Mm-hmm. I don't really meditate on things mm-hmm. often. I just let it see where I see where it goes. I'm like, I want to be seen what I need to be mm. seen. So you can do this with a roaring bonfire or you can do it with a little tiny birthday candle. Even if it's just the coals that are left over, you can still fire gaze within the coals. And it's really neat if you've stared at oh, coals before. fascinating. Oh my God, it's entrancing. Um, so you can do that as well. That's also an option. So you're going to sit down, you'll stare at your fire or your coals, and you're going to feel that relaxing trance-like state come over you. There's no question. Oh yeah. When you enter that state, it's like... You can almost see like the pulsing. It's exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very, um, I almost feel suspended. Yeah. When I, when I hit that state. Yeah. To me, what that pulsing just feels like the heartbeat or something. Of, of like of the universe. Myself or the universe mm-hmm. or just like everyone. Um, and it just becomes the only thing in your world yeah. that you're looking at. It, it said there's a couple of ways you can look at a candle and, and have your questions answered. So if you are into that, let me give you a little rundown of what you can do. So the flame itself, if it's burning very tall and bright, that can be a positive answer or yes. Low and dull can mean no or difficulties ahead. The way the wax strips down the candle, if it's like more on the right side, that's a yes or a positive. It's if it's on the left side, that's a no or the the troubles, difficulties. If it's going down both sides or neither sides, it's kind of like uh, ask again later, you know, mm. kind of magic eight ball. Like, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> you can observe the wick, which has its own name. It's uh, lynchamancy. Oh. If very similar to the flame itself, if that wick is burning very bright, then that's a yes. If it's burning very dull, it's a no. If it begins to spark, this happens to me all the time, like where the wicks just... They do to me too, all All the time. time. I feel like a ridiculous amount. Nobody else's candles pop like mine do. And different brands, different Mm -hmm. stores, different scents, flavors, whatever. Like it doesn't matter. You know, if if it was all the same, like Mm -hmm. Yankee or something, I'd be like, oh, that's just how they do it. 
And that actually is supposed to mean to watch yourself or to oh, be mindful. Great. Yeah, I know. It was a little freaky for me. <laughs> um, but it just says to do things mindfully, which is, if you want to think of it that way, it's kind of cool. Keep your eyes open. Mm. It's sparking. It's yeah. actually making you like yeah. pay attention. Hey, listen. <laughs> And at the very end of at the very end of it, if your candle will not blow out or will not extinguish, it, it's telling you to keep going. I have more to tell you. Interesting. Um, which is another thing that happens to me a lot is my candles won't blow out. I'll be right up on it like, and it won't go out. Um, which makes me sad for all the times I've just like stubbed it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what did you need to tell me? <laughs> when you are looking into the flame, you can get signs from your own mind as well as the flame shape, right? And in my personal story, I have both of those things happen. Before I go into that personal story, I just wanted to point out that Samhain's coming up and it is a perfect time for divination. It's also a little cold outside. You're probably going to have some fire. If you are in the closet, this is a good thing to do yeah. around other Incognito. people. Incognito. Yeah, because you can just... No, I'm just like staring at a fire. Yeah, and people understand it because it is mesmerizing. When you go camping, people just sit around for hours and they don't talk and they just, you know, have a beer and look at the fire. Yeah. Uh, The reason I like fire is because just think about what's going on there. That is a just burst of energy. Everything. It's it's moving. And And so I like to think that each one like rips its own mini portal open, you know? It's like this burst of energy. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, just like how they... And so concentrated. And very concentrated. And just like how they say, like, you know, for time travel to work, it would need to be an absolute massive energy. Mm -hmm. And I like to think that little combustion of energy going on is just opening things just 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 a little. Just a little bit for you. So you can kind of see through. We're not moving through time. We're just maybe seeing a little bit of it. Yeah. Or somebody is whispering it to us. Yeah. And we're not necessarily seeing it with our eyes. It's like it thins the veil. Yeah. It's just like a neat little portal to me i like to think of it that way all right with that i want to move into my personal story so strap in a little bit i was trying a little bit of fire gazing not knowing how to do it um but have having a very i remember i was a very intensely connected with my guides and my ancestors that week i was really putting in time at my altar i was doing everything the way i was supposed to do and i had just had like this really good like 40 minute like just gratitude session where I'd like sat down yeah. and I burnt some stuff and I was like, look, I brought, I think it was like whiskey, which I know they appreciated. Yeah, I would. Um, you know, and just, just had that time to just be like, look, I'm, I don't want anything. I'm not calling on anyone. Yeah. I just want, you know, if you're here, thank you, dude. And, um, I do that with the mother tree and I kind of had my little session and I just had this, I was like, I'm going to look at this fire for a little, I'm going to try fire gazing. I had a candle already going and there was no ceremony behind it. I just kind of looked at it. And the more I looked at it, the room started to darken. I started seeing shapes in the flame. All of a sudden, that pulsing mm-hmm. started and you couldn't tear me away. If if I were to just like a loud noise happen and something broke me out of it, I would have felt like I had just woken up out of a dream. Yeah. I was in it. And I was looking into the fire and all of a sudden I just knew. I knew I was looking at a woman. Half of it was the shape of the flame itself Mm -hmm. because, you know, the flame, there's like that dark orange and Mm -hmm. then it kind of fades out Mm -hmm. to like a yellow. So like all those shapes were making this scene and it was like it was this woman standing there. And I got the sense that she was alone Mm. in that uh, she wasn't married. And this is all just these words that keep popping up in my head. So I don't know if it's me or if it's something that I've been opened up to. But it's like French. France, mm. French, France. But anyway, she's sitting there and she seemed happy. And at one point she was like holding like a, like a bouquet of wildflowers and she seemed very free. All of a sudden the scene kind of changed and she was with a little boy that I just knew to be her son. Mm-hmm. 
And I also knew a couple of other things. I knew that she was not married. Mm. I knew that this child had come from a tryst that was not Mm -hmm. being owned up to. There was a lot. She she felt different. She was intensely, insanely protective Mm. of this boy. Almost in a fearful way. And then all of a sudden the boy was gone. But it was not of okay circumstances. Mm. Like he was gone. And I don't know if he was taken or if he died. Mm. But it just... She was changed. Everything about her was changed. She was no longer, like, happy. Mm. And she was sad. And she was angry. There Mm. was so much anger. And, like, I could feel this. Mm. And um, this played out like a movie, partially in front of my eyes and also partially in my head. And when I came out, and she just kind of... And it it ended. I could tell it was over because she just kind of kept standing there. And kind of kept, you know, waving and it was kind of becoming more flame-like, you know, and it was mm. like it was dissipating. That's just how she lived out the rest of her days. And just like, just that. like that. Anyway, that was my story. That was probably the wildest experience That's that very I've had. cool. And it was so emotional. That is very emotional. There's not a word for how sad and angry sad, yeah. that she was. There's not a word for it, mm. but I felt it. And I feel like even what I felt was not a tenth of a tenth mm. of a tenth. That's just what was able to slip through. It was and get just to like you. the remnants, you know? And it was like, oh, I'm tearing up a little bit. Anyway, that's my story. Um, and hopefully all experiences aren't sad like mm. that. Even that being said, I'm still glad. I'm still so grateful for that experience. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it. That's all I got. How was your week? <laughs> Almost got through a whole one. God damn it. It was great. Good. I mean, it was kind of shitty. Literally. Our plumbing yeah, exploded. Yeah, some plumbing issues. <laughs> um, but my husband is a bamf. He is a bamf. A little Clarky Malarkey. And he fixed this shit when we were quoted like $5,000. And oh boy, he is so good. And I have to Handy brag on man. him. And it just, when it ended and when it was fixed, it was just that wash of like, relief. everything's good. And mm-hmm. I'm so ready for today and to go to this motherfucking witchy bazaar. It's going to be very good. But anyway, so we have Lyra Street. She's, uh, we met at SAU. She's actually my sorority big, yeah. <laughs> which I forget about. Like, that's <laughs> like a tiny, tiny detail of yeah. our friendship at this point. I completely forget about that. But anyway, so she's in town and uh, she's going to do this for the first time. And so we kind of want to know what she's thinking about how it's going to go. Uh, Expectation-wise? Yeah. I don't really have any except to probably go broke. Yeah, uh, it's a, yeah. That's a good one. That one will be fulfilled. Yeah. yeah I've been following uh, the Witchy Bazaar on Instagram ever mm-hmm. since this kind of came into our lives. And there are some bitchin' vendors I, that I'm very excited boy. to meet. And a lot of new ones. I, yes. Yes. I'm so excited. Like, on one hand, I'm really sad that Colleen from... I'm so sad <laughs> she's not going to be there. Colleen from Kyler Jewelry is not going to be at this one. And I was excited to meet you. Yeah, man. We're feeling the absence today. But there's going to be so many new guys there. Oh, It's going to be good. I'm stoked. I'm yeah. stoked. I've been anticipating this for months. Is there anything in the back of your mind that you're, like, hoping you find? Or, like, mm-hmm. I know there was... Not really for me when I went for the first time. Yeah, I was like, maybe some cool jewelry. Yeah, it was not runes, Mm. to say the least. Mm -hmm. You know, you never really know. Not really for me either. I'm just approaching this with a really open mind. If I find something that just 
jumps out at me and chases me halfway across the bazaar, oh, yeah. mm. that's probably a good sign I should mm. get it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Otherwise, I'm just happy to be here. It's going to be good. <laughs> what is your uh, relationship with, like, witchiness stuff in, in general? Are you familiar, or would you say I... that this is, like, going to be a first thing? So far, I've uh, been pretty toes in the water mm. instead of diving right in, and that, that also kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that I don't really have a community where mm-hmm. I live to mm. bounce these things off of. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm a I'm a pretty firm beginner, very interested, very curious, nice. very open. I'm Ukrainian, and we have superstitions out the wazoo. <laughs> um, it's just a very, very superstitious culture, and so mom always said yeah sage to get the bad energy out say it and say it in victoria voice (laughs) you need to sage to get the bad energy out my mom's got a heavy russian accent it's beautiful it sucks i wish i did she's the beautiful oh it's such a gorgeous accent i love it but yeah, so I think it's, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm absolutely it I'm ready. a little drizzly. Oh, it's going to be a little cool, a little mm-hmm. rainy. Um, all right. So with that being said, you know what time it is? It's the Patreon, Patreon shout out service. <laughs> so shitty. We have a Patreon shout out to Christina M. Oh. This show is brought to you in part by Christina M. Thank you. Christina M. <laughs> Was that good? <laughs> I appreciated it. We also have a new rating. Which is very exciting. Jeez. Ratings help us a whole bunch. Y'all know I'm not going to go into it again this time. <laughs> anyway, it was written by B. Ray. And it says, I love listening to these ladies. They have great energy and discuss completely relevant topics about the craft. I love the spooky stories, too. Love and blessings. So do we. And I can't wait for our Halloween episode in general. Oh, it's going to be so like, extra. I think we should... You know what's going to be extra about it is, honestly, I'm proposing this right now. I think we should do a Halloween and a Sawin episode. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm glad you agree because I've thought about that because as much as I am excited to do Sawin, yes. not doing a Halloween spooky episode is not is an criminal. option. It's not an it's option. criminal. Okay, good. I'm glad we agree. No. So yeah, we'll do a bonus episode. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's the best day of the year. Yeah, We're not wasting it. Nope. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. So in that vein, if you guys want to send us like a story, which I highly recommend you do because Please. we really are addicted and we need more and we're going to read a whole bunch and oh, our boy. eyes are going to water and it's going to be great. <laughs> Please do it. Also, let us know if your eyes water. Yeah, do anybody else's eyes start watering when you get spooked? Because it does to me and Charlie. <laughs> I've never seen anybody else do that. I hope other Let us know that also. And if you want to, do it at these social. So uh, you can do it over on Instagram at Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, on Twitter at Bitch Hour, still my favorite. I love mm, the name. Bitch Hour. Uh, Facebook at Witch Amateur Hour, which we need to do a PSA about the group. We've changed the group settings. So the group is now um, private. Mm-hmm. We did that for people who are not out of the closet yet. Mm-hmm. You can ask to join. And I believe if I did it right, let me know if I didn't, <laughs> that uh, only members of the group will be able to see that you're in it. Right. So that was, you know, that's yes, kind yes, of a yes. thing. So I also don't understand Facebook. So I know we have a page, we have a uh, discussion board, and we have a community page. So I'm not sure what does what, but they're all getting activity. And I love all the fucking yeah. memes and everybody's talking and I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're professionals. Um, and you can also email us your spooky stories at wbahpodcast at gmail.com. If you decide to just meander your way over to Patreon, mm. you know, no pressure. Patreon.com slash wbahpodcast. So, Thank you for considering. Yeah, that's even amazing enough that people would even be like, oh, I'll go check. Yeah, you like, can see our video over there. You can see my big frizzy hair. It was big. It was very big that day. It was, yeah, it was proud of itself. Yes. Feeling, feeling cocky. It's very cocky. Supposed to today, would you say earlier, your hair felt like it was wrapped in yeah, bacon? Yeah, it feels like it was wrapped in bacon. It's gross. <laughs> so human, wet I, know, I got so much gel in mine trying to keep the curl it's into it. It's so I just, muggy. I feel like, you know, Justin Timberlake when he had that ramen hair? Oh, he did have the ramen hair. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so... Really, I think that's all we got. I'm hungry. That's all we got. We got corn dogs. We got corn dogs in there, and I'm really hungry. So I'm going to sacrifice uh, more time on the show to go eat food. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening to The Witch. God damn it, bitch. Hour. <laughs> I love doing that to you because I feel like you're editing it and you probably forgot, and it's just this Every rattling. time. I'm like playing The Sims and Witch. So good. Bye, guys. I've put so much lotion on, I'm so greasy.